Hi. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hi, Chris. Hi. Um, it's been a while. It feels like it's been a while. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. Because we had, uh, I had John on last week. Gross. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually still got the video to give you on that one. I hadn't done that yet. Yeah, I don't want to see his face. Um, um, nobody. Who wants to see his face? No, it's it's, just, um, it's it's Klein. I'm just kidding, Jonathan. So. Thanks for filling in for me, buddy. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 292 of the Hooniverse podcast. We're going to have to make plans for a 300 I know. Soon. I know. I'm, I bring that up at the end. Um, I've been saying that the last few podcasts. But yeah. yeah. Uh, most likely just go back to four sons, but you know, stay we'll tuned. See. Yeah, we'll stay tuned for that. So, um, regular podcast this evening, which means we have a bit of news. Um, and first up, we have the delightful. I'm supposed to make that full screen. Oh, that is full screen. I, that is, that I just is. didn't make it big enough. Oh, yeah, in your face. Uh, that, the car I'm showing to those of you watching. It's an Aston Martin Vantage, but it is a special Vantage because Aston Martin is bringing back the manual gearbox. See, I thought that was a Hyundai Sonata for a minute there. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> this is the Vantage AMR, and it is getting the seven-speed dogleg gearbox. It's a limited edition. They're just going to build 200 of them. Uh, you don't get more power, but switching to this gearbox drops 209 pounds. I can see that. Yeah, and then they retune the suspension a little bit. Of the 200, the last 59 examples are a, speci a special version called 59, and it references their 1959 24-hour Le Mans victory, hence this color scheme, the lime and the green. Mm -hmm. That's the livery they wore. So, I mean, that's pretty badass. Uh, I saw an interesting take on Twitter about this. People are already asking Bozy how this could possibly be adapted to work in Mercedes with Mercedes engines. Ah. Uh, right? Yeah, potentially. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. Um, that is a badass machine. There's other photos of it here. It I is, mean, it's a here. I'll switch yeah, back sorry. over. That's, um, it's the proper color for an Aston in that it's British racing green. Right. And then, so the lime is aggressive, but it doesn't matter. I think it works. You know here. what? It's kind of like the last one that you brought here to my old place with the, uh, with the dog leg in it. And then it's got the mallard scheme as I'm going to call it. Yes. It's green and yellow. Right. With a little bit of yellow lipstick on the vent. And yeah. They yeah. like they like this color a lot, and I don't blame them. But it's a reference to the um, the um, just that old victory, and they've won that yeah. color on their race cars and stuff. So it's a it's a great color. I mean, it was uh, apparently now we're gonna get the FRS in that color too as a limited run thing. Really? Because we, they were only gonna release it in Britain, and then everybody raised a stink about it. And now we're getting a British racing green uh, FRS, which oh, that's cool. It looks well, quite striking. GT eighty six. Or whatever you want to call FRS it. FRS is dead. <laughs> whatever you want um, to call it. So, I know, allergies. Um, now, switching gears. <laughs> no pun intended. Ah, ah, <laughs> witty. Um, our, our old pal John Hennessy has cooked something up. Ah. Yeah, so that is a Velociraptor Ford Ranger. And it is faster than a stock F-150 Raptor. Well, it's smaller and lighter, I'd imagine so. And it has more power now because... He uh, re reworked the engine. I don't know what is under the hood. I don't know if he just beefed up what's in there. But I do know whatever is in there now makes 360 horsepower and 440 pound-feet of torque. That, to me, sounds an awful lot like it's still running a variant of the Focus RS motor. Uh, or the, well, the other one was the 2.7. I don't know the 2.7 architecture. Yeah. I don't know if that's in the same family or well, not. Well, the 2.7 is the Ranger, though. Right. So I don't know if oh, they But what I'm getting to is I don't know if it's... I don't know if the 2.7 is of the same architecture right, right, right. as the other Ford four cylinders. I got you. You know who I, you know who I just thought of as could potentially make a dope-ass Ranger? 
Mountoon. Oh, Mountoon will almost certainly go that way because they don't have cool cars to work on anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, right. Uh, I, Ford really. I know what you're saying, yeah. but I, I've been to their shop two or three times in the last few weeks because they're next door to 1552. Yeah. And I was like, no, they have tons of cool cars. I'm like, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, what you're no, saying. Ford. Ford give the, gave them to use the Queen's English a royal dicking. Right. Um. Yeah. Ford. You know, there was a lot of promise there with the relationship with Ford because yeah. they've been a big tuning partner with them in Europe for better part of 30 years. Right. And. Ford basically is like, yeah, come to the U.S., do all this stuff. And then they're like, oh, by the way, that rug, we're going to need that pulled out from under you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. Um, so that truck, though, it has a stage one suspension, which gives it a four-inch lift. It's wearing BFG KM2 tires, which are the mud terrain tires. Zero to 64.9 seconds, which is plenty quick for a truck like that, an off-road truck, too. All in price, what do you think it would cost? Uh, with With John? Yeah. Ninety thousand. Sixty-five. Okay. That's 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 including the truck. Well, you know, it'll be sixty-five and then another thirty grand in legal fees to get your truck back to you. <laughs> uh they said they're only gonna build five hundred of them, which is not true because if he had a thousand hand raises. He couldn't he couldn't build five hundred if he wanted to. <laughs> you know, not not Would, just but maybe at that price he can. No. You don't think so? No, as an organization, they're too fucked up to make it happen. Okay. They could do 20 of them or 30 of them. Yeah. Um, but to be very blunt, um, John... i tell Twitter we're live streaming, by the way. John's a friendly guy, and, you know, I had him, you know, do TST with us a bunch of times. Right. And we got along well enough, but I can't give that guy any more screen time with the amount of bullshit that goes on in that business. Okay. Um. You know, just in terms of, I'll never have him on another show because it's just, there have been so many dirty practices and so many people I've personally talked to that have seen dirty things go on in there. Right. Um, that it's, it's a crooked operation, um, in a lot of people's eyes and I can't endorse it. Sure. No. I, Do they build fine. some cool stuff every now and then? Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, they're just buying bolt on parts from everybody else. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I, I agree with. Sorry. Not to, not to. No, 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 no. Stick on it the truck long. is cool though. They can build some cool stuff. <laughs> right. But so can you if buy the, you buy the same parts they not, do. Well, not me, but other people can. I would I would blow something up. Directions and time and patience. You could do it. Right, right, right. Now, uh, moving on to the third bit of news. We don't need a picture for this one. Okay. Um, Q1 sales, you know, numbers are done. The Challenger has outsold the Camaro. Yeah. For number two. I, I don't know that I fully understand that other well, than... Did you know but in 2018, the Challenger outsold the Camaro? Camaro was three in 2018. Yeah, which blows my mind because, like, I know you love the Mopar stuff, but objectively, the Camaro's the best chassis out of the three. It's the best chassis. It's the best driving car yeah. out of all three of them. But I, I think you look at how old the average buyer is, which yeah. is older than us. Like, on average, the average new car buyer is older than us. So the average new car buying person wants something a bit more comfortable, and the Challenger is more comfortable. Even though it's dated. It is. It's based off a 1992 E-Series. And uh, it's also e selling, e you know, a bit of nostalgia. Like, ah, oh, I could have had a Cuda. Or I did have a Cuda back in the day. This is the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, and I could get it. Like, if you're more into the, if, like, is the, the LX platform. Like, the Charger to me makes a certain degree of sense. Because it's the fastest sedan you can buy short of a CTSV. Well, I mean, you can go all the way to the the big dog if you want the Hellcat. 
Right. That well, that's that's what I'm getting I mean, to with faster. the charger. You know. Unless you're specifically talking road course off the line. I mean, you're faster. Top speed, you're faster. Yes, yes. Uh, quicker CTSV. Oh yeah. <laughs> the editor in me just just made because uh, I, I get I I hate when there's headlines like Tesla's the fastest car. No, yeah. it's not. Not even close. Yeah. Teslas are quick as the, shit. Although the numbers on the CTSV because it weighs a little, it weighs less than that. Yet it, the power's within fifty horsepower. They've got to be like this close. They've got to be within a hair. I don't think they are. No, I think that I think that the Hellcat is just that much of a monster. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, then again, that you know, Alpha platform again with the handling is just you get in the car that large. The best. You, you don't expect it to to drive like that. Of the three, it's the best. Like yeah. it's not even close. Um, and like the modern Mustang is awesome, and I'd buy it over a Camaro, knowing the Camaro is a better driving car a better engineered car i would concede that. why would that be just out of curiosity why would i get the mustang yeah uh i hate sitting in camaros i i know it's easy to joke about the visibility it is it's terrible yeah and then i just like the way the outside of a mustang looks a little bit haha <laughs> klein just logged on i like the way the um <laughs> and he's saying jeff every stop three spamming seconds. our board bro um <laughs> the I like the way the Mustang looks a little bit better. I mean, if if we include the Challenger in that mix, I'm getting the Challenger. Yeah. Again, now I have the worst handling of all three, but I can live with that because day to day, I'm going to be the most comfortable. Uh, fair enough. Fair but enough. I just i I will if we had to go to a race and like money was on the line or bragging rights. I I'd be like, give me the. You know what it is? Is I've owned cars with kind of um, compromised visibility many times in my life. Right. So to me, that's one of those things to where I'm like, yeah, but you get around that real quick. Yeah. You know, short of driving, as, you know, through the slit in the Sherman tank. Right. I think I'm cool with it. The pillbox. But it's funny because my yeah. two daily drivers are, uh, have, because they're older, there's so much glass and light comes in. Yes. <laughs> but there's no structural no, integrity to the no, roof whatsoever. No. The Montero is fine ish. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I get what you're saying for sure. So. Did, uh, I, did uh, Andrew buy one of those too, Montero? Andrew's had one. Andrew okay. had Collins. Yeah, he had one before I had one. Uh, but our friend of the show, Lynn Woodward, who works for Kelly Blue Book, mm-hmm. she just bought a two door. Um, yeah, we had Lynn on great. in SEMA. Right, she just yeah. bought one. She yeah. consulted me before she bought it. Okay. So Montero gang is in full. Lynn, effect. if somehow you see this, you're always welcome here. Too. Of course, yes. So. Um, okay, so the Mustang, just for the numbers, Q1 Mustang is the king still at 16,917. Yep. Challenger did 13,431. Camaro did 12,083. So it's close. So they're not, it's not like it's not ran like away thousands, but within, what was that, 800 units? Uh, no, it was more than that. It was like 1,400. Oh, still, whatever. Yeah. It's, um, but it's crazy that because the FCA platform is so old, but they're still crushing it. Well, they the FCA platform alone is 14 years old. But again, that goes back to an E-Class, I believe, from 1992. Right. So that's um, a 27-year-old chassis. And also, in 2018, of all three, the Mustang and Camaro both had sales dips year mm-hmm. over year, and the Challenger was the only one to increase. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy. Well, the, the, the new vehicle market is softening up quite a bit because we're, you know... I think we're on the precipice of unless you're selling an a economic challenger. <laughs> unless you're selling a challenger. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't see that many younger people buying challengers. It's unless they're in the military. Frankly, old guys. That is the go-to military like, "Oh, I I'm making a paycheck and I don't have to pay to live somewhere." Hellcat. Um so 
Next up, last bit of news. Corvette has set the reveal. They already did the reveal date. They've already revealed the date when the C8 mid-engine Corvette is coming out, but now the area has been Which, announced. Which, for those of you that can't see the screen, that's July 18th of this year. Yes, and now the event, the reveal event, is happening in, not Detroit, not Bowling Green, but uh, Orange County. Well, let me, let me put it this way. If you were doing a press event, if you were GM's marketing manager, would you rather be in Kentucky, Detroit, or beautiful Southern California? Yeah, I know, but um, it's, I just, I don't know where in Orange County they're going to do it. All I know is that it's in Orange County. So like, it could be like El Torito land. Uh, oh, El Toro? Yeah, El Toro. It could be El Toro. Um, thing like, I mean... I don't know. I, I wrote down Disneyland, Angel Stadium, or the beach. And obviously it won't be the beach. I don't think it'll be They may Disneyland. do it at Orwindale, too. That's not Orange County, though. This says specifically Orange County. Yeah. So, uh, and also, nah, don't go to Irwindale. Um, there's no history, you know, for that there. I you got El, an invite. El Toro is an interesting choice. You got an invite. And if anybody from GM is <gasps> watching, I need an invite. Because I, you guys didn't send me one. I just thought of another option. In okay. Down in Orange County, we have the giant uh, blimp hangers. Goodyear, yeah. Well, no, no, that's not Goodyear. They're the old military blimp hangers oh. that are now used for television commercials and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be there. Could be. They film a lot of shit in there. So, I don't know. That I'm adding that to the list. That makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah. Either way, it'll be interesting. Um, I, it's a big launch. I mean, the Corvette launches are always a big deal, especially with this one. This is the biggest vet launch, period. Yeah, yeah I, I agree mean, with that. It's the biggest change they've ever made to the platform. Right. Um, it's... I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is easily the biggest change since the C5. Because C4 to C5 was a big change because went to the transal axle and the rear, you know, a lot of things changed in that, in that layout from the C4 to C5. Um, but we'll see. Uh, other big news today is the Cayman and the Boxster are going to get electric variants in 2022. I saw that. Uh, that could be very interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't see any reason why that would be a bad idea. Can no, you think of one? No, no, no. I can't see a reason. Um, just weight and cost, but it's Porsche. They won't F those cars. I, I have a feeling those cars up. Porsche's running towards a future where the only gas cars are going to be the 911s. And that's probably only going to be like the GT3 options. The, I think the 911 range will hold out for a while. It'll be the last bastion of it. For because certainly. the Macan, we already know, is going all electric. Right. The Taycan is obviously electric. The Taycan. Seats Taycan. Yeah. The Taycan. Although the Taycan, what's the uh, hatch version of it? The um, wagon version. I can't remember what they're calling it. Oh, they already have. I don't even know. But that's officially going to be a thing now. So we're going to get a full Taycan wagon. Um, so at Sites that point, Taycan. we've got a Panamera left and a Cayenne. Cayenne might stick gas just because there's a certain... I don't know. That's the one, though, that can handle the most batteries and, and motors and stuff you know that's the one they could throw the most electric shit at right so and the rest of the platform they'll just borrow shit from the audi e-tron uh in, in which i'm actually driving in a couple weeks so that'll be interesting. I, I think that car looks spectacular well, the gt or the e-tron the e-tron because oh, one's an suv looking one and one's like an s7 looking one no the s7 looking one. that's the e-tron gt okay yeah that's the tony stark one yes and don't say anything about endgame because i haven't seen it yet neither have i and i and if anybody and spoil it in the comments. I would smash I am, Chris's laptop and then have to buy. I, I I am way. I I've only seen part of the first Avengers movie. I haven't seen oh. all of them subsequently. You need I'm to get your shit together. Massively girl. behind on all of that yeah. shit. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, you need to catch up. <laughs> yeah. You, have, got, you know, I've just got, you know, 10 years of movies to catch up fucking on. Fucking hell. Um, all right. That's uh, interesting. Good for yeah. you. Good luck. Um, so. so we're going to jump over to questions here in a minute. But first, I want to bring up the fact that some of these, the first round of questions come from our friends at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash universe podcast. And uh, I usually don't pimp the Patreon channel except to say that they're better than everybody else. Um, so... The first thing I want to say is that we're working with Blipshift to get those folks a discount code, which is kind of cool. Uh, that okay. code is coming out soon for them. And then speaking of Blipshift, we've been having uh, some fun t-shirt designs with the Blipshift guys. And our latest one is over up on the uh, Blipshift site. Uh, you want to show that to them. So this is called Dark Side of the Hoon. Here, this uh, is a, zoom in on that. This is a... This is a design I've wanted to do for years where, you know, obviously it's a take off the Pink Floyd uh, logo um, and it's uh, just kind of a fun look for the 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 shirt. So that's it's, just it's our newest subtle one. too. It's not like it has a big brand name. No, blazing across yeah, it. it doesn't. It doesn't actually say Hooniverse on it at all, which is our part. And then I'm going to show you guys the partner store so you can see the other things we have in there. Um, so these are some of the other shirts we have. Um, just a general you know logo tee. There's stickers. Um, and then we're going to be swapping some of these out for new designs as well coming soon. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, you know, go buy something if you want. Um, and, Should uh, do our like heads on Terrence and Philip bodies. We could do something like that. We can make a <laughs> podcast specific shirt. Yeah. We can do a bunch of that stuff. Um, but now I'm going to jump over to the questions and Patreon is first because they're better than everybody else. Yes, they are. Uh, first up, Jason Dar. Have you seen Alex Choi's crazy exoskeleton Lamborghini? Do you love it or hate it? How do you feel about people modifying their cars in ridiculous ways just to be different? Have you seen this? Yes, I have. Okay, I'm gonna. You talk about it while I. Pull um, it. I mean, I don't know that much specifics other than the fact it's a Lamborghini with a tube skeleton based around it. Uh, it's basically like a fully caged Lamborghini. I don't like it. Neither do I. Uh, I'm gonna find a picture. Not one. I jump over to this so I can I can show. Um, that's basically a thumbnail of it. So it's, it's kind of like he wanted to do a safari slash rally thing, but they just added weight and stupidity to it. So I, I, I don't like it at all. Um, so I don't love it. I don't ever want to say this person shouldn't modify their car however they want. Um, so, you know, people are talking about it. Go do you. It's your money. Have fun. I don't like it, but I don't. I don't hate that he did it. Maybe that's a good way to. I say don't it. think he ruined a car. Let me put it that way. That one might be ruined. Well, no, but it's just <laughs> everything he did. It looks like it'll come off just fine without having done having done irreparable damage to the car. So, like, you can't. I don't really knock him on that front. It's not like he destroyed it. It's just not to my taste, and clearly not to your taste either. There you go. That's fair. That's um, fair. You know, I'd have more issue if like he chopped up the body panels and everything on it, but. You didn't. I don't know. I almost think that'd be more interesting, like actually hacking body. See, I almost think it'd be more interesting because if he took a bigger risk rather than like, let's make a dumb, useless, heavy cage on the outside and then don't lift it or give it rally tires. Like it just, I don't get it. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to watch good Lambo rebuilds, it's not for me. Uh, Tavarish, Sam crack and B is for build. Uh, and well, Goon Squad. The Goon Squad guys are really good. Yeah. They're these two kids. I think they're from Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, and they just take on rebuilding, uh, you know, basically exotics and, you know, things like ZL1s and Hellcats and stuff like that. 
and they do really good work. Mm. Um, so yeah, all three of them, like the, the goose squad guys, like they're newer in the game and they're kids and they got, you know, I can't really, I don't really love the name of them, but yeah. they're clearly nice guys. They're on top of making videos and they're the quality of the work they're doing is quite good. Right. Um, okay. interesting. So check them out. Um, uh, second question from Dina Honda bought my wife, a set of wheels and tires for her 17 Subaru Impreza wagon. BFG G4 Sport Comp 2s, and she's complaining they're really noisy when driving. Today, I heard her coming down the streets. Is this normal for these tires, or did I get a faulty set? Not too happy with them. I mean, those are really aggressive tires. Yeah, so. I had them. I love those tires. Yeah, it, I, that could just be the tires. Um, those are like... I, that's like probably too much for a daily driver, to be totally honest. It almost... Unless you push too like, hard. Unless she's really aggressive. Yeah, you, the, that's like an autocross tire or something. That's that's That's, that's a... That's a I go to track on weekend tires. Yeah, that's that's too much tire for that car. Um, so I'd say, I'd say you. I don't think you bought faulty tires. I think you just bought the wrong tires for the wrong application. Those are fantastic tires, but on a daily driver, it's not really necessary. Yeah, I could see like, it's funny to me when people complain about the sound of tires when it's not like a giant truck tire that just right. buzzes the hell out of them. My KO2s make no noise. It's great. Yeah. Oh, we'll I, talk about my Montero in a minute. But at the same time, like, it's one of those things, if they're brand new, like, give it a week and you may not even notice it anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's like yep. living next to an airport. At a certain point, you just, just tune it out. Sure. Um, okay. Twitter questions. Greg at Superset Greg, this will be your favorite topic. Thoughts on the new updated Teslas? Good for them. Extra range. They're great at the range thing. Um, I'm, I don't have a problem with the tech in the cars with some exceptions related to branding of said tech. Uh, yeah. The range and all that su stuff is fantastic. They're pushing the market forward, which is a yes. valuable thing. Yes, I totally agree there. Even though an automaker, high level automakers would never agree with that, which is dumb. Um, yeah, but they, none of the other makers would have gone, would have made this a priority had Tesla not come into the market. Not this early. Right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, they're fine. I just, you know, um, yeah, they're fine. There are problems with panel gap and shit like that, and they're slamming them out as fast as they can. And yep. you know, it was like uh, Jason Fenske's video when he got his car; he was showing stuff off, and I'm like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. Um, but that said, I also saw a comparison. Um, Top Gear uh, magazine in the UK just did of the M3 versus the Model Three Sport. And they did it at Thunder Hill out here in California. Right. And the Model 3 and everything except drifting feel, the Model 3 smoked the M3. So, hmm. um, well, there you go. It wouldn't be my choice as a sporting vehicle, but right. the numbers don't lie. So many of them on the road. Um, we have a, a, a super chat question from Ben Rife. Thank you, Ben. What 80s era shitbox car would be a fun, cheap rally car project that's not a Mustang or Camaro? Rat. Okay, that's a good... You had that shit ready. Um, <laughs> I was going to say like a Dodge Colt. Potentially. Um, because it's so light. You Plymouth Laser. Someone, I think someone out there right now is rallying a Daihatsu Charade. That would be cool. Charade, Charade. Um, I think... A uh, Golf? A Golf would be perfect. They oh, would yeah. Nothing. But I think a, a Brat may be interesting because I think a lot of newer Subaru stuff, you could wedge it in there. Uh, I think Jim there's some stick it in tight. carryover mm -hmm. with some of that stuff. Yeah, wedge it in. We're going rallying. Um, Greg, we're going to wedge it in the little brat. We're going you? rallying. Oh, God. Uh, no, don't. Yeah, 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 don't. yeah. At 
GJ Allen eight. I want to say. I always want to say. What's his name? Uh, GG Allen. GG Allen. <laughs> He's just gonna throw shit at us. Uh, any experience with the Bu- Buick? from New Hampshire? Yes, I know. Uh, any experience with the Buick Regal wagon? There are heavy discounts on them due to lack of sales. They're not selling because it's bad. They're great. Uh, yeah, I sent I sent Brad his way, and Brad answered a bunch of questions because Brad has one. Brad yeah. has a Torx, so he he. They're already great. answer those questions well i like this question from our friend josh ostrander who's been on the show a bunch um including the last episode we did while driving who has the worst twitter takes because we were arguing about this in the car and so the actual worst twitter takes are the financial advisors pushing tesla stock um i've only ever blocked one person on twitter just because i didn't want to see their shit on my timeline everybody else it's fair game and uh, I think it was Greg Wester. I, I just can't. I couldn't do it anymore. So I, I blocked him. His, those takes are the worst, but the ones that we were joking are bad. So let me preface this by saying, I love Bradley Brownell. He's a friend. He's a great guy. He's a good writer. He's got a nice fleet of cars, a friendly wife, a lovely dog. His Twitter takes are fucking atrocious. And I let him know that when he delivers them. Um, so sorry, Brad. Uh, and yes, Klein, you too. Yours there, there's well. an obvious answer to worst Twitter takes. All of them, Trump. Oh well, yeah. Okay, that's a, that's an easy answer though. <laughs> but among, amongst people, like we actually kind of know who they are. Speaking of Twitter takes, uh, I'm going on an event. Have, do you know who Frederick Lambert is? Or you're not on Twitter anymore? No, I, I literally participate in no social media. So Frederick Lambert is one of the main two guys behind the website Electric, which just sucks the the dingus of Elon Musk and Tesla. Mm-hmm. He's going to be at a drive event that I'm going to be at, and I'm so excited. And somebody said, so now finally Elon Musk has turned on him on Twitter, which is so weird. Mm-hmm. And he even said, he said something in a tweet recently, like, um, it's obvious to everyone, Fred, hello. So someone in the Hooniverse Slack was like, you need to go up to him and say, Fred, hello, or something like that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't know. So I've never met the guy, though. Whatever. Um, there you go. I don't know. You know, he might be nice like Scotty Kilner. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I keep getting advertisements on YouTube from like he's buying ad space. That guy's the worst. Uh, yeah. Rob at Neo XXT, eighteen thousand dollar ish weekend slash track car C five Z O six or twenty eleven Mustang with PP. I mean, Z O six is going to be more capable. Yeah, yeah. It's just got a more. I mean, yes, it's it's old, but like the, the double C5, wishbone though is a monster. Yes, the double wishbone suspension setup on any modern vet is like perfect for and isn't that thing like 13s in the quarter out of the box factory or what something? uh a c5 z06 you're mid to high 12 yeah it's crazy um and then christopher gatsky at cpgg did you get to reading the link i sent you regarding burgers when you asked about open versus closed grill i love not i love the non-car questions and that's true uh also recommendations for an impractical car that will be driven daily for one year before a back seat is necessary currently own an frs recommendations for an impractical car that will be daily driven for one year before a backseat is necessary. Um, I mean, budget is kind of important. Budget's here. helpful. Um, not a Z because they need to. And it know, sounds like if he's if he's in that if he's still going to stay in that price range, maybe like a used Boxster or a Cayman. Yeah, there you go. Cayman, um, Cayman um, is a great choice. I love it. Yeah. Live and let diecast at LAL diecast. I think we need an update on your diecast collection. There hasn't been any except a few Hot Wheels I buy my daughter every now and then. Um, but there have been no new diecast purchases because all my money is going to my Montero, which I will get into in a minute. Um, let's see. Uh, Motorman asks, why is the sky blue? And that has to do with the way that light filters through the air and the blue light reaches our eyes 
in the spectrum that we can see in. I'm looking at Chris like he's like a scientist yeah. of the eyes. Uh, and it's also magic, George. Yeah. Um, and uh, tried to call you a little while ago, and I'll try you again this week because we get to talk. Uh, I, at Untitled Car Show, quad four, yes or very yes? Very yes when it's in an Aerotech making 900 to 1,000 horsepower. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I concur. Uh, Andy the Lab at Andy underscore the underscore lab. Do you believe in the future of planes or, I mean, flying cars? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> That's never going to happen. No. I believe we'll get a high-speed train eventually, but I don't think... It's just... I, I think we would get automated drone transport, but never flying cars. The public just... We yeah. could, there'd be just shit falling out of the sky. And the other thing is, is that at least in our lifetime, energy density is probably not going to be high enough to have an electric flight. And realistically, it's going to become... Flight's going to get either really expensive... Or it's going to get tightly regulated because of emissions, uh, because they spew a lot. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm just seeing if there's any more Twitter questions. I don't think there are. Everybody's just making fun of the Sonic uh, trailer, which they should, because that's a I haven't even nightmare. seen it, but oh, it's a screenshot. It looks awful. The trailer's uh, insane. Um, so, yeah, you've got to watch it later Sega on. is just... They've done a very successful job at completely destroying any brand equity they had from our childhood. Yeah. So Genesis rode high. Saturn was, nah, didn't do so hot. Dreamcast came out. Dreamcast was fantastic. And since then, it's just been a nosedive into putrefied shit for 20 putrefied years. Putrefied shit. I like that. Uh, quick YouTube question. Best car cars you've recently driven? Uh, just had the McLaren 600 LT. That's not too bad. Uh, I really, I know the video is up if you're on the YouTube channel, but the Kia Telluride was that good. The Kia Telluride's really good. Yeah. Um, it needs a V8, but it's but really good. Otherwise. I don't want to brag, but last week I was driving around Florida in my mom's 2004 Camry. Fuck yes. Actually, you know, the funny thing is, is that. Did you go to the, the um, Bob Craft massage parlor? Uh, no, that was in, that's in Jupiter. Oh. I was all the way up or, by Orlando. They don't drive Camrys in Jupiter. Uh, they do, but it's a little more hoity-toity. Okay. Jupiter and Palm Beach, Palm Beach County is a little, it's a little more up there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, unfortunately I wasn't far from, from Freddie, AKA Tavarish, but it was so tied up with family and work stuff. I wasn't able to make it. Um, so next time, hopefully we can make that happen. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. So tell me about your Montero, Jeff. First, I want to dive into your fleet, just because the Montero is going to take a bit. Okay. And I want to learn about that thing on the oh, shelf over okay. there. Oh, okay. Someone real so. quick asked, do you think Acura Honda will release an NSX Type R? I don't think so. They oh, should, I, I, but I don't think so. Um, this is the battery that I use for my Corvette. Uh, it is made by a company called ShoreEye, and it's technically a motorcycle battery. But it's lithium-ion. So the whole thing weighs what? Maybe five or six pounds? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, that's not the cool thing. I've been running that for a couple of years, and it's great. The only tricky thing is, is with a lithium battery, if you drain them too far down, you effectively can kill them, um, which is bad Murder. because these are not cheap. Right. They're that's what you Two, $300 a piece, depending upon what you buy. Um, but again, it's so much less than a lead-acid battery that like, I'm not even worrying about putting this in the back of the car because it's... 45 pounds lighter than the factory battery. It's crazy how light that is. Yeah, I mean, it's like nothing. Um, the cool little thing, though, is not that battery. It's this box that I have on in the front of it. Uh, and it's labeled Auto Starter. And you can find these on Amazon. There's a few different companies that make them, but they're all, or make them, they're all the same thing. 
This one was 40 bucks. And what it is, is it's um, basically it's hooked up to the positive terminal here and it's got another little cable that runs to the negative. And it uses a couple hundred milliamps to monitor the battery voltage altogether. Um, and what that does is if the battery hits 11.8 volts, it cuts the vehicle's connection to the battery. So that basically means is it's protection from draining your battery to, to the point where it'll kill it. Not only good for lithium, but good for conventional battery for cars you don't drive frequently. So would this also help you detect like an alternator issue and shit like that? Or? Um, no, not really. Okay. I mean, it's, it's just your, right. your car would die the same way. Okay. It would just die sooner. Okay. Um, but the other little thing is, is it has this cord that comes off of it with a little button that you run up to your windshield. And what happens is if your battery is all the way down to 11.8 volts, that's low enough to the point where you want to start worrying about it, but it's still enough voltage that you can start a car for the most part. So you hit this little button and it turns everything back on for one minute so you can crank the car over and start it back up. So it's perfect for people that collect cars or have cars sit for a long time. And they're 40 bucks a piece. I'm making nothing off of this endorsement. I just bought it on Amazon this week. So instead of getting a, um, a trickle charger... So you're just talking about yeah, the car sitting there, yeah. car sitting there, car sitting there. The guy, the, this thing's like, what are we doing here? And then it just disconnects it. At 11.8 volts, it hard cuts the positive line. Hmm. And yeah, so you don't need the trickle charger anymore. Um, I mean, so, if you're and, then, car and then you're like, oh, I, got, I haven't driven my car in weeks. I'm going to go out there. Oh, shit, it's not starting. Hit this. It, it disconnects this. There's enough juice. It fires up. Right. And then this battery will work. Well, it's got this little blue LED. And I don't know how well that's showing up on camera. But the little blue oh, LED... There it is. It uh, there it is. Yeah, it'll stop flashing if it's not get if it's if it's not in operation. So you'll know exactly what's going on. Interesting. Um, but it means that you don't need to do a hard battery disconnect switch. You don't have to. You don't have to run a trickle charger. Basically, if you do this, you shouldn't really have to worry about killing a battery again. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Forty bucks on Amazon. Just look up auto starter. I also like how small that goddamn battery is. Uh yeah. These things are great. Um, this is from a company called Shorai, and that's H S H O R A I, right? Um, motorcycle batteries, but really, this is twelve volts, uh, five hundred and forty cold cranking amps. So that turns over my LS3 in the vet with no issue whatsoever. So if on a smaller motor, it's effortless. So that's uh that's my little project for the week very cool i like it a lot um how's the macan good uh the macan's doing something a little weird at the moment. oh porsche um, shit porsche shit yeah uh this is the first it's under warranty it's right yeah okay um it's telling me i am down six pounds of air in my right rear tire it's not but it keeps insisting i am okay um so i don't know so it's uh, not the worst sensor to have go bad like you're like all right it's a tire pressure sensor it, maybe you can yeah. just bring it in they'll swap in a new one or I, i'm just gonna go ahead and like i bought the maintenance tool for for linking up uh directly to that car because of course porsche does things slightly different so you can't use a regular obd2 scanner to clear codes mm. so i bought one uh i'm just gonna go in and clear it out and see if that resolves it i think it may have just been down one day and then hasn't like, recycled itself. itself okay all right. Uh, that's not bad, though. Okay, so on my cars, the 114 is still for sale. I dropped the price on Craigslist to 5750 
someone right now is trying to sell a 70 coupe for 14,500. It's wishful. nicer than mine and coupes go for more than sedans, but that's a lot uh for a 114 coupe. Um so I think your car looks better than the coupe does. Uh the coupes are pretty dope. The coupes are here, I'll pull it up. Well, um the coupes are I, I don't know. And they they fetch more money. Um Mercedes just has a long history of making very handsome sedans. Yeah, and the 114 is a good-looking sedan, but the um, this is a good-looking coupe. I am going to give it to the person selling it. Where Ran into a C63 you? Black the other day. Yeah, those are still very, very rad. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'll get there. You want to jump over to this so we can get there together? Sure. Oh, come on. Where's Orange County? Uh, wait. One sale. Cars and trucks. Oh, that's why. Now we do that. Great. Um, I swear I know how to use fucking Craigslist. Where did it all go? Oh, boy, does he ever. What the hell's going on? This is fun. You get to watch an old man struggle with technology in real time. I'm just going to do this. Watch. <laughs> and then this is going to... I'm just envisioning Simpsons old so man. So, actually, that's mine yeah. right there. <laughs> and then where's the coop? Oh, shit. As I... Oh, no, there it is. Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty sharp. Yeah. Coops are pretty dope. Uh, and this one is in good shape. I, you know, it, it's nice black interior, silver exterior, um, and it's got the Euro bumpers. Um, so this is a nice car. And it says it only has 86,000 miles, original California car, but the AC is not blowing cold, but it is working. So that's an easy fix, or it should be. Um, that's still, the price is still high, though. Um, the price is still high. And there's there's my stupid fucking car. On Craigslist, which I paid money now because you have to pay money to sell cars on Craigslist. Do you now? Five bucks. Which at first I was. You know real... what? I don't disagree with that. Yeah, no. At first I was real annoyed about it, um, and then I was like, no, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because it stops all these idiots that do nine hundred posts of the same car. Right. Right. So there you go. Um, did you have to pay to keep your listing posted? I had to pay to repost it basically because it had expired back when it was still free. And then when I went to repost it, like you gave us five bucks. It's like, what? It's still way cheaper than the alternatives though. Yes. You yes. know, yeah, uh, I was going to go list on Hemmings. I'm like, it's not even listing prices for me to I, sell. I've this. never like, even man. done Hemmings. I, I used to list on auto trader way back before Craigslist was an option. Um, I sold a few cars that way, but, yeah. um, yeah. And I think that was like, 40 or 50 bucks or something mm. like that. I uh, I drove it today, though. Ben's still running great. Um, the Wombat, any day now. Well, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, so the Montero. Is it actively being worked on? Or do you no. know? I know. I know. Oh, I know. Okay. It is just, it's sitting in the back of the shop right now because they have to clear out a few things. So they moved to a new location. The lifts are in. The cars, the the, the air tool, everything yeah. was being run. They're up and running. So hopefully next month. They I forgot the that they had actually moved locations. So Montero, yes. it, I find it, I, I know there's love for the Monteros out there, but I find it such a funny car that people are actually uh, latching onto with this, in this era and are actually, actually actively modifying and spending money on Cause it was not a car that was like beloved when it came out. No, no. It and the trooper, there wasn't much love. Um, even to this the day, troopers were kind of awful. It wasn't that bad though. Uh, but the Montero, this was back when Mitsubishi was cranking out some high quality shit. Um, you know, they, they went to Dakar and they won like 12 times in a row or something yeah. with these and, uh, the, the rally cars are doing good things. Can and we agree? I think Mitsubishi officially went to entire shit when the third generation Eclipse hit. 
Is that the real like cloud shaped one? That was the one that shared a platform with the Sebring. Oh, okay. Yeah, then sure. Yeah. Um, so, Montero, it's getting far more expensive than initially planned. When I first bought it, nothing was dripping and they were doing this and that and it was, was all good. Since then, we've had to fix a few things. Uh, little things have broken, but I fixed them. It's, it's running and driving fine otherwise. And then I dropped it off because my oil cooler was leaking. The oil cooler is on the passenger side ahead of the radiator. I'm surprised it has a dedicated oil, co- it oil does. cooler. Yeah. Uh, it's the oil cooler's leaking and it's, it's enough that it was annoying me. And it's also like coating the suspension on that side. Yeah. Which is annoying. Like it, nothing. Well, the worst is that somehow got onto the brakes. That's where it's. Yeah. I haven't had that. That hasn't been a problem, but I'm going to want to go in and like steam clean all that. And I just got new wheels and now the backside of that one wheel is probably going to need to be all cleaned out. Um, so getting new oil cooler but then it also needs new lines which i didn't know at first um so i brought it in i brought it to the shop because mm-hmm. i don't have i i could have done an oil cooler and i could have done the clutch slate because it's really easy to get to the clutch slate i just didn't have time to do this shit so i brought it to a shop and i was like well i need the oil cooler done and i need the clutch slave done and then also look around take a peek at the transfer case see if you can find if there are other things along the way you see let's look at those maybe we'll address those as well but the two main things oil cooler and clutch slave i get the call back all right so we got our list together and if we do everything it's going to be three thousand dollars i'm like what the fuck are we talking about here he's Mm -hmm. like so it's the oil cooler that's definitely leaking it's your clutch slave but it's also your master it's like god damn it and we looked at the transfer case to work and so the transfer case would be the bulk of it right so there's a drip there um just to get the transfer case down and open to look at it, you have to remove both the drive shafts. You have to remove the exhaust system. It's just in tons of labor. Um, that would have been like fourteen hundred alone. That's assuming they get in there and it just needs a new seal, not to be like rebuilt or something. Right. Um, that one's just a drip. So I'm like, you know what? Leave that one alone. I can live with that. We're just going to do oil cooler and we're going to do the clutch slave and master. Um, so I'm waiting on that, but they're doing the lines and they're like, well, the lines they they sent us the the parts company sent us the wrong lines twice. So we're waiting for this other guy to get back from vacation. So that guy's in there. They've tried again a third time. They can't find the right lines for the oil cooler, which if I was doing this, I would have been fucked because I wouldn't even know where to go from here. Um, so they're going to a company to have the lines made for the truck. Yep. Um, which actually isn't that expensive, but my bill is creeping no, up. No, you just go to a hydraulic my shop bill is and they creeping make your lines. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be... a. Re- a repair cost that I didn't want to spend. And I've had a few other of these along the way. And I keep track of this stuff for, you know, in a spreadsheet of what I've been spending. The, the only good sucks. news is you used to write this off at the end of the year. Yeah. That part's good. Uh, I, it sucks though. Um, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's annoying. Yeah. It's well, really be one annoying. thing if, you know, you were able to do, have the time to do the work and not spend a bunch of money on labor. Yeah. But this is, I did get the, um, the wheels and tires on, and so, uh, you want to pop over here? I'll pull this up. Um, it is where the hell's the pick? You know, the other option is is that you could always just fly David Tracy out here and put him up for a week. Right? No, I don't want him to touch my stuff. Um, <laughs> so that's how it looks with the wheels and tires. That's actually Mount Tune behind it. Yeah, that's 1552. So 1552 wheels, BFG KO2s. Is that in the back of the building? That's the back of Mountain and the front of 1552. Yep, yep. Um, So that is the truck, and I like it, and I'm very happy with the way it looks right now. Yeah. 
it's funny because at one point when business was good at Mount Toon, that 1552 building was also going to belong to Mount Toon. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, that's what happens when you buy old cars. You, you, you play stupid old car games, you win yeah. stupid old car prizes. And Other to be very that, clear, I'm not ragging on Mount Toon. They just get stuck in an unfortunate situation. Yeah. I love their stuff and they're run by good people. And them with 1552 makes good sense. Yeah. Um, I still really, really like the Montero, though. Um, so I still like the Montero. Very much so. I'm actually looking forward to getting it dirty. I just didn't want to go out to the to drive it off-road and be leaking are, oil are, on the ground. I you, Andrew, and Lynn going to just form a, form a Montero, Montero game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, there's a dude, Andrew, at Stance Works, Andrew Ritter, who has a two-door truck. He's had his for a few years. His looks really good on the thinner, so steel wheels and thinner tires, mm-hmm. like that classic look. His looks really good. Um, yeah, I actually was thinking about organizing like an automotive journalist, you know, just truck excursion because there are a you know, handful of them that. You know, go ahead. You should the group. You should call yourself the Canyon Harrows. <laughs> I can't not laugh at that. The there's a group of journalists that all have like Porsches and they go drive the canyons like little. <laughs> Whatever, have fun. Uh, but I'd rather get together. Like I know a journalist with a Series Two Land Rover who also has one of those Porsches and does that drive. Uh, another two. Don't make fun three. of Tony Caroga. No, it's not Tony. I, uh, it's Bossom. Two other, three other, um, two or three other uh, like Toyota vehicles. Uh, the Montero gang. Uh, we could have a, a fun little party in the dirt. Uh, I'll bring the beer and go camping or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, now. Moving to more exciting stuff. Yes, Jonathan Brown, we talked about the C8. <laughs> Special guest for camping event, Isuzu Joe. No. <laughs> uh, if you so, don't know who that is, look it up on YouTube. If this is something you brought up earlier. Yeah. 300 is coming up. Um, so I think I'm most like the most likely plan here is that uh, I'm going to reach out to four sons again. And we're going to try to hold it there. It just makes sense. It's easy. It's in between both of our addresses. Um, and they're very accommodating, especially on a Tuesday. The other room they have over there is open and nice. I got to reach out to my buddy, Devin at four sons, see if it's available for us to use again at the great price of zero, which was what we paid last time. Let's, um, yeah, let's, I get some ideas. Let's, let's talk after this. Okay. Um, but either way, once I figure out when, where, and all that shit, I'll post it on the website. We'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll put it on all the social meteors too. The meteors, all the meteors. Um, so, in the meantime, I think let me just scroll up here because that was that's eh, a little short, but it's not too bad. Um, why don't you tell everybody about Shout Engine? Well, as usual, if you want to do a podcast, head over to ShoutEngine.com. We'll host it, get it online, and uh, do all that fun stuff for you, and make it very easy. Fuck you, Jeff. Shout Engine. Shout it out. Shout. Shout. Um, so go to shoutengine.com and get your own podcast and just yell into the void like yeah, these yeah. two assholes yeah. up here. Uh, <laughs> issue social media. Um, yep. Um, yeah. For my social meteors, uh, Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff, which is the only fun social media platform left. Um, Facebook, facebook.com, you know, we're Hooniverse. Go to Hooniverse.com. Some great articles lately up there. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, which if you're watching live stream, you're already here. So... Bam. Um, Twitter at Jay Glucker, also at the Real Hooniverse. Go do all that stuff. Uh, shoutengine.com slash rumblescript radio. Nice plug for your podcast there. And then, yep. uh, oh, also one last note. Uh, if anyone's going to be at Lemons at Thunderhill, I'm doing that race Memorial Day weekend. 
So Second that, time Thunderhill on this podcast. What? I was talking about uh, Top Gear was there for the uh, when they tested the Model Three versus. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, great track. Fun track. I have Beautiful. never. I've never driven the full five mile configuration, so I'm yeah. excited for that. It's one of the prettier tracks in California. Yes, it because is. Most of them are in the desert and look like look like havens for uh, meth. It's pretty when they get. Um, like the blooms and stuff going. Yeah. This time of year, it's nice. Yeah. Um, the prettiest is Sonoma, though. Sonoma wins. Oh, yeah. Sonoma wins. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to be there, drop me a line. We'll get a beer after the race or, or whatever. Uh, just hang out and talk. Um, otherwise, we will see you guys. I can't do next week because uh, my wife's away on business. We could try the video one. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. We, we we've actually met, So this, we've got a whole remote video setup that I've actually been testing lately. Um, we've got actually multiple cameras in front of us and all that fun stuff. So we'll try that out. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, we'll see that we can test that out next week or we can do a guest or whatever. We'll figure that out. That's you guys don't have to worry yeah. about this. We can figure that out later. Yeah. Um, and that whatever happens next week, it'll be episode 293. Bye.